how are you? I did a sneaky one on you. Yeah, but now my recording's gonna be later than yours. You could have said some weird shit in that time. <laughs> no one would have noticed. Uh, how are you this week? So Tom, I'm good, but uh, how do you do? Yeah, not too bad. Uh, you blew Pretty it. crazy. Yeah, you blew it. Huh? You already, we were like six, 27 seconds in the podcast when you blew it. Fuck, it's already been 27 When I asked you, how do you do, do you know what you're supposed to reply? What? It's, it's English, it's proper English. Oh, and you? <laughs> no, 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 that's rude. What am I supposed to reply? You meant to say, how do you do? Oh, is that the appropriate response? It's the appropriate response if you're a proper Englishman. Well, or the English go. lady and born in the 17th century. Well, obviously my Irish heritage has belied my lack of my uncouthness. Scoundrels. Yeah. Um, they wouldn't have got, uh, they wouldn't have got much stuff done in their conversations, would they? No, not if it was all <laughs> rhetorical. <laughs> and if they were just repeating question back to the other person. Hey, how are you? Huh? Hey, how are you? How are you? No. What are you doing today? What are you doing today? Uh, what, what are you doing today? Guys, we're all so good with our inflection, but oh, we're really not getting anywhere in these conversations. we going on for so long. <laughs> God damn it. I feel like we're going nowhere. Um, but to answer your question, um, as a fully functional 21st century man, yes, um, pretty good, although I've had a pretty retarded week. Oh yeah? Um, good, good use of the word retarded. So in what way was your week like a disabled person? <laughs> well, um, I just did some things that would be symptomatic of uh, one, <laughs> one with a disability. I don't need to be rude. <laughs> I, don't be I like that instead of that you're just like instead of going oh yeah I shouldn't use the word retarded you're like no 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 no, no. I, can, I can come up with a simile that is going to be so appropriate for this <laughs> and it's all going to be fine <laughs> <laughs> yeah well I absolutely blew that no but um there's a couple of things so for starters like, well not for starters last night it was just yeah. stupid I got back to my car after work and I left the lights on all day so I uh, uh, did flat battery, but then I was like, cool, 45 minutes to an hour to wait this that NRMA. Oh. And um, put my jacket on, got my Kindle, because obviously my car doesn't need light to read. So I got out of my car and walked to the um, the street light, and as soon as I got there, I'm like, oh, fuck, the keys in the ignition. Oh, <laughs> so, no. Which didn't actually affect anything, but um, it did just add to my embarrassment when the guy comes, he's like, so not only if you fucking put the, like, the lights on all day, but... You lost your keys in the car. <laughs> Such an idiot that you lock your keys in the car. Um, so I, How do you lock your keys in the car these I days? Really I thought you needed the key to lock it. <laughs> oh, sorry, we don't all have bloody beautiful Mercedes with central locking and click buttons. My one's old school. It's got the wind down windows. <laughs> like, with hardly even a knob on them. And where you've got to press in the button and then hold the handle while you close it? Is that the one where you've got to pull <laughs> no, out the handle no, no. and close it? No, no, no. <laughs> no, not that one. Not that old. It's, I don't know. No, you just have to physically switch the, the flick the switch on yeah. the handle before you get in and out. So it's like, you should probably carry two keys around all the time just to be safe. It's <laughs> ridiculous. It's, uh, it's a trap. Do you not place. do the spare key under the back, bu- under the back bumper? Uh, no. Oh. Mainly because I could probably just put the key on the roof in plain sight and no one would still steal the car. <laughs> <laughs> it's that crap. <laughs> but when the NRMA got there, I was pretty annoyed with myself because I got lumped into the category of um, absolute fuckwits who fuck, like been so yeah. idiots that they've they, run their battery flat and locked their keys. Yeah, but instead of just being like, oh, it happens to everyone, everyone just leaves their lights on every so often. Mm. He's lumped me in the category of idiots who just, yeah. you know, he's telling me stories like, 
oh man, don't worry. Um, we I see this stuff all the time. There's been way worse. I'm like, I know there's been way worse. <laughs> I don't want to be the worst thing you've seen in relation to mechanical troubles. But this is the second time this has happened to both of us in the last four days where you've made a mistake <laughs> and the people around you have come up with really oh, condescending God. examples of how it's really not that bad. <laughs> so, as as a bit of background information oh, for all our listeners out there, um, <laughs> Joey and I both did our motorbike learner's license over the weekend where... P-plates. P- P-plates. So, yeah, that's essentially... We don't trust you enough to ride without our guidance yet, so we're going to take you on a long ride well, around do. the suburb. No, hold on, you're painting it wrong. They do trust us to ride by ourselves they give us the L's, right? Yeah, just but not very quickly. With the beat, yeah, no, not quickly. And not with other people. No, God. And not once we've been drinking. No, definitely. No, not. with the P plates. And not with a bike over a certain size. Yeah, no way. Yeah, yeah, too much power. So, so we're allowed in the kiddie pool of the motorcycling world. Yeah, so we were in the kiddie pool practicing our doggy paddle for about two hours <laughs> <laughs> on the bikes, um, literally going about maximum twenty k's an hour, which is just so embarrassing. <laughs> Look, kids, next, we're going to step up to second gear. <laughs> I hope you're ready. Oh, my God. Have you all been practicing? So much power. <laughs> uh, and we got to go out on a road ride, and we still didn't get up past about 60 k's an hour, and there was no one on the road. Having said that. But what was on the road <laughs> was potholes. <laughs> <laughs> so we were riding through this industrial area that was particularly potholed and particularly wet. And I was allegedly. I was at the. <laughs> I didn't see any potholes on the road. <laughs> I was at the front of the group, and basically the guys, the guys said, "Okay, there's going to be this stop sign where we're turning left, but in fact, there's a couple of different stop signs, <laughs> and the line's been eroded, and you've still got to stop at the right spot, otherwise we're going to fail you." Blah, 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 blah. It's an it's an intellectual test as well as yeah. a physical motorbike. Well, it turns out. I'm not smart enough to ride a motorbike because I turned up and there's about 30 fucking stop signs no, with, with no lines <laughs> and the road resembled the surface. Hyperbole alert! The road, the road, the road resembled the surface of the moon. <laughs> and I've basically been trying to stop, trying to find the right line. Were there any? Haven't paid attention to the ground and had a little bit of a motorbike accident. Were there any American flags on the road? <laughs> <None>. <laughs> Oh god, and god, I was I was worried. I'm not gonna lie. You see, see you, mate. Go, Please. No, I was worried. I was worried for your for your uh, for your ego. <laughs> oh, so Tom Tom skids his bike out on the road, and there's six like other goobers behind us in a motorbike line. I'm at the back. We've all got these high yellow high vis yellow jackets on, and we all pull over. And Tom's fine. He's got a um, Bruce bum and whatever and he gets up and he's all good the bike's all good but that wasn't the funny I didn't care about that the funny thing the funny thing about the whole situation was the way the rest of the five people in the class reacted, reacted to it because <laughs> they're strangers and they all make a concerted effort to make sure Tom feel like he isn't <laughs> abnormal <laughs> they basically they were trying to do the right thing they were trying to be nice people and make me feel like I wasn't as idiotic as I actually was and not as uncoordinated as I actually was. Anyway, hey man, but, look, anyone could have done it. That pothole came out of nowhere. <laughs> but the, the way they did it, and it's no fault of their own, <laughs> but came across as just the most condescending <laughs> bunch of assholes that I've... Like, yeah. Joey, Joey yeah, pointed it out. I was myself the whole time. Just, 
<laughs> so I was fine with the whole situation. I was like, look, I fucked up. That's cool. Whatever. <laughs> At the end of it. Oh, no, it's not. <laughs> no, You've got all four hours of this shit. Yeah, apparently the next four hours was a procession of people coming up to me and going, oh, man, so glad I wasn't at the front because I definitely would have fallen. Oh, <laughs> yeah. have you ever fallen after a waterfall? Nah, never. And never they, fallen on a waterfall. And oh, God, that guy's an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> just, just give him a few meters because he might fall off. Oh, God, so that was just... That was just too good. So yeah, we basically endured a couple of days of condescending. Yeah, sort of. So that wasn't even the worst of my week. Um, by the way, um, I had an idea that I've got. I'm going to give you some homework for next week. Next week's podcast. Yeah. Because me or the listeners, sorry. Uh, you. Oh, okay. Fantastic. You and me. You and I. So this free thing that I'm doing in my own time, I've, <laughs> I've now got extra work. Yes, correct. <laughs> Don't worry, this is not arduous task. <laughs> so I've been worried about us getting off topic a little bit, and yeah. much like, uh, could you could you explain the conversation that we had before the podcast started? Oh, which one? Regarding seating arrangements. <laughs> no, no. So. So before the podcast, guys, Joey's <laughs> no, we're getting off Joey sat down, and last week you may remember we had some beer, we had some chips, and we were sitting on the lounge doing the podcast. Now, Joey, oh. Joey, Joey controls most of the technical side of things, and Joey's come back this week and said, "Look, <laughs> last week, so last week, last week, I think we were just a little bit too relaxed and." We're enjoying ourselves a little bit too much, and the topics got away from us a bit, and we were wandering off. Yeah. So this right. week, Joey's Joey's now sitting on a very uncomfortable chair. Horrible. <laughs> sitting in a very uncomfortable it chair. Death contraption. To ensure that he stays on topic. Oh God. Well, this is not working clearly. Okay, fine. So this might not have been my greatest idea, but what could be my greatest idea? Yeah. Is next week we're going to bring a totem of our choosing. To the podcast, what like out of Inception? Just like so, I, just <laughs> so I know if this is all a dream. Yes, or... exactly. <laughs> no, you know how when you're just lazing around on the internet, you start opening way, way, way too many tabs oh, that yeah. all spring up each other into black holes. Yes. Yeah, and Google black holes. And I'm not just talking about porn black holes. <laughs> black holes. But that's only one video all usually. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, I think we should try and stick to a few tabs. So if ever we're getting too off topic, uh, we can just, I don't know, play with our reception tone and say, shit, how do we even get here? <laughs> so what you what say, level am I in? What you essentially want is a big red button on the wall that says, <laughs> yeah. shut the fuck up yeah. and get back on topic. Yeah, it's horrible. <laughs> There's a reason you planned not to talk about this. <laughs> and you've done it. We're relapsing. We're relapsing. Uh, it's not yeah. good. Um, so that wasn't the dumbest thing I've done all week. The second one was I came home one night from work and I've been getting into this like um, body weight exercise sort of um, workouts where there's a lot of handstands involved and I just do them in my room next to the... Sorry? Next, what? Like, like there's lots of chin uh, pull-ups, push-ups, okay. dips and handstands is one of the things because it, it requires quite a lot of body strength. And, and uh, Like handstands against the wall or just yeah, yeah. in the middle of the room? Well, both optimally. Okay. Uh, only the former for me. But um, I put my um, pants over my desk uh, seat and kicked off my shoes on the ground. And five minutes later, I walked back into my room and I proceeded to do a handstand against the wall. 
Without pants or shoes. No, I'd got to put normal clothes on. Oh, okay. Well, you've got to explain <laughs> okay. that. Because you made particular effort to explain that you were wearing pants, yet no. never explained that you put new clothes yeah, on. it's going to come back around, all right? There's a reason for everything. Just trust me. So, so you were clothed no, and you was, came back into your room to do hands I was clothed, just not those clothes. So I came back into my room, didn't think too much about <laughs> the pants taking off in this. Yeah. Did a handstand against the wall. Now, as soon as I did the handstand... And I'm upside down and my face is now looking backwards from where yep. I did a handstand <laughs> out of the corner of my eye, which is like half a meter away, is my seat. <laughs> yep. And from where I am upside down against the wall, <laughs> all I see is a pair of shoes and, a, and blue pants coming down <laughs> yeah. off the back of the seat. And it looks like somebody <laughs> <likes. laughs> <laughs> So I proceeded to freak the fuck out and fall on my <laughs> <laughs> and I landed it was so it was so painful I landed like right in the corner of the wall where the little timber uh, timber where the skirting meets the skirting meets the carpet <laughs> and fuck <laughs> oh it was not ideal not ideal at all so that was kind of um, that was kind of horrible <laughs> yeah I can imagine and um, so wait with these body yeah. weight exercises yeah, yeah is this a Gym alternative, or are you going to the gym as no, well? That's a gym or? alternative. Okay. Well, um, so uh, I just hate waiting for equipment at the gym, but also yeah. um, what I'm now focusing on is stuff that doesn't require any machines. Okay. Really, any machinery. So stuff like um, lots of pull-ups, push-ups, dips, yeah. handstands, um, core work. Um, yeah, that's, that's sort of the, the crux of it. Doesn't require anything, and, they, and it gets your whole body. Do you enjoy that stuff? Love it. I used to hate pull-ups. Now they're my favorite exercise. Really? Yeah. And we've got everything. What about pull-ups? Gets you excited? Because um, I, I, it's pure. It's pure. There's one of those just pure um, achievement things where. Okay. So it's a number thing. I've beaten yeah, yeah, my yeah. last personal best. Well, there it goes. was like I've I was horrible at this, and now yeah. I've worked on it over time, and now I'm just genuinely happy that I can do it quite well. Yeah. Nice. And. Um, yeah, I assume that's what happens when you don't take horrible shortcuts and stuff most of the time. Everything, <laughs> you just get but is it, isn't there also like a cheating element? Because I assume the more pull-ups you do, the more weight you lose, which means that you're pulling up <laughs> less weight, so your number's always going to go up. What? So as you lose weight, it becomes easier and you go up. So okay. you might not necessarily be stronger, but you're just weighing less. Tom, I thought this would be a line that would be particularly useful for you. Muscle weighs more than fat, bro. <laughs> Are you saying you have no more fat to lose? Oh, uh, no. <laughs> a perfect male specimen. Um, no. Well, by that logic, like all <laughs> crossfitters and fit people are just lazy. <laughs> I wouldn't say they're lazy, but there are some other ad- adjectives I'd use for people who indulge in Okay, CrossFit. so maybe let's say... <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we won't get into that. Yeah. So basically what you're saying is the effort to reward ratio goes up it steepens yeah as you get better yeah. that's good more incentive to get there right that's true <laughs> but it's, a, it's not really good for somebody who's starting out where it's like you want it you want huge increases quickly so they're encouraged to continue doing it yeah but if it's like oh this is so hard then you're like in three months time this is going to be so much easier yeah but you wouldn't do push only uh, 92 <laughs> days to go guys <laughs> in that situation you wouldn't do pull-ups though you'd get onto the expo channel and buy one of those ab belts <laughs> that just jiggles and jiggles your fat off 
See, that, that's more my kind of exercise. That's getting really fit really quick and really easily. You know, just... I've, I've, seen the, I've seen the cartoons. I'm pretty sure I understand the science. Okay. If you move something enough, it's going to lose weight. <laughs> exactly. I'm not an idiot. I get it. Give me four. <laughs> Uh, so have you you had some news for me today some news or some, or some article or, or, oh yeah, yes no <laughs> you had something lined up for me oh, oh yeah this sad. wasn't just a blank template that natural say. progression <laughs> <laughs> sorry I blew it um, yes no I did have an article this week um, that's what happens guys after four weeks of podcasting you, you just lose transitions and you end up going to the star wipe <laughs> every <laughs> single time so I read this story during the week and I think it's something that you and our listeners would certainly be interested in. Okay. Um, so, just to give you a bit of an overview, basically what happened was there's a man, there's this dog that wouldn't stop barking, and the neighbours started getting really upset. Okay. So he got a Wait, little bit upset. So now there's what's the is it? Do we need context for this story? Where when? I'll give it to you when we go into the article. Okay. But just as an overview, so yeah. there's a dog that won't stop barking. Now a reasonable person would have just gone and talked to the neighbours or gone to the local council and said, hey, the dog won't stop barking. Can one of you please deal with this? Seems, seems reasonable. Now, his response... Can I, hey, can I, bet, can I take a bet? Yeah. That's not what happened. No. <laughs> <laughs> you're not about to tell me that that happened and that's the end of the story. There you go. You're a little bit smarter than you look. But that is not what actually happened in the okay. story. Okay. So we'll get into the article. And you just cut in when you think that this is kind of taking a turn for the worse. <laughs> okay. Okay? Okay. I'm ready. So Stephen Woodhouse is a 52-year-old pilot from the village of Long Buckby in England. And he was mowing his okay. lawn late July when he grew annoyed by the barking of his neighbour's dog. Sounds reasonable so far. But just for the record, this guy's mowing his lawn. It's by no means a quiet activity. Almost as equally as annoying as a barking dog, right? Yeah, but he's probably doing it in respectable hours. Yeah, but he's getting annoyed at the dog that's barking at the oh, same so time he's... that he's mowing his lawn. <laughs> like, what would psych up oh. a dog more than a huge, loud machine that's cutting grass? Just like when dogs bark during your podcast of lawnmower music. <laughs> I can't focus on lawnmowing with all this barking going on. Okay, so Stephen had reportedly had issues with the dog a border terrier named Meg in the past, okay. which he claimed he could hear barking from morning until night. So it's not like he's kept up at night. Well, it's daylight best, hours. That's the best time for yes. bark. I would assume dogs barking during the day would be fine. Ah, I would, well, yeah, within reason. In fact, if I got to choose night or day, I would choose day. Yeah. So he leaned over the fence, picked up the dog, and carried her to an area of his property where construction work was being done. <laughs> okay. So not only is he mowing his lawn, but he's also getting construction <laughs> done at his house. Also, by no means, a quiet activity. Listen, dog, stand there to jack over Look how annoying noise is. <laughs> or is he just like, like just fucking with the construction site, being like, no, we've got a no dogs policy. I've got to put a dog in there. Guys, this is an abnormally quiet construction site, <laughs> and we cannot concentrate if that dog keeps barking. We're losing credibility over here. <laughs> so, here's the quote. There was some building work being done and a big bucket of water, Stephen later told police. And by water, we mean acid. So I stuck it in the bucket until it stopped moving. 
I never thought of the consequences. <laughs> what? So... I've also never been swimming in my life, else this would have happened. The noisiest resident in the area has got upset that the dog is starting to creep in on his title. <laughs> yeah. And has thought, fuck that, enough with this, yeah. I don't need any competitors. Yeah. I don't need this yeah. threat to my title. Yeah, I've got a, a rep to preserve. I'm going to drown this dog. Okay. That's his reasonable proportionate response. It sounds fair enough. He, he threatened him. Once the dog was dead, Stephen hid her body under a hedge. He probably also didn't know that it wouldn't be found. It sounds like a panic move. Yeah, big <laughs> time. Worried that the dog might be trapped by the microchip in her neck, Stephen returned the body that night and used the knife... Wait, what do you mean trapped? Well, you know how all dogs have to be microchipped. Oh, trapped. Yeah. I thought you said it would be trapped as if, like, he doesn't know it's dead. (laughs) No, but you know how animals have to be microchipped? No, no, I get it. Trapped, yeah, yeah. Now, my understanding understanding of these chips is that you have to take them to a vet or take them to the pound. They swipe them and that gives you the details. I don't. Yeah. I don't think this is some sort of GPS locator for all animals <laughs> think, in Australia. I think he's just lumping every. I'm going to go out on a limb and say this guy's not very tech savvy. I think he's lumping everything. But he's a pilot. Movie ever into the one technology <laughs> and just saying technology does everything. But this guy, it sounds like, has just made some of the biggest panic moves going around. Okay. A upset by a dog drowns it. Has B been, freaks out, throws it under a hedge. C he a pilot in North Korea for this long. <laughs> So, he's returned the body and cut the chip out. So, bit of a panic move. Yeah. So, when the dog owners, Alan and Alison Boddington, realized, great English name, realized that the dog was missing, they launched a village-wide search operation. Sure. They were especially keen to find the dog because they had boarded a companion for their dis- as a companion for their, di- their disabled daughter, who died last year of an asthma attack at the age of 10. What? Yeah, it's not really relevant to the dog story, though. Well, it is. Okay. They're, they're emotionally attached to this dog because they bought it for their daughter as a no, companion yeah. who is now dead. No, for sure. So the dog is the last living attachment they have to their daughter. Unless they took photos. I'm just saying. The photos aren't living. <laughs> you're right. You're right. So unless the daughter had a plant that she was particularly fond of. <laughs> I doubt it. Let's assume this was the last living memory. Yeah, okay. Dozens of neighbours and friends joined the search. Eventually, Alison grew suspicious that Stephen might have been involved and searched his oh, car. I wonder why. And searched his car. <laughs> After finding dog hair and rope, she called police. He left dog hair and rope in the, in the car. I've watched CSI before. <laughs> now, it's got to be semen. So I was about to say, yeah. A, is there semen? <laughs> because my understanding of every crime scene is that somebody commits a crime and yeah. then jerks off over a wall. It's what happens. B, hair. All killers, of, if, if a killer hasn't spoofed on the wall, he's going to be found by leaving <laughs> hair there. Yeah. Like, that is my understanding of crime scenes. So, Stephen reportedly told police, I've reached my wit's end. All I could think of was that the noise had to stop. It was driving me bloody mad. So is he telling this to someone? Yeah, he's telling this to... Pol- uh, he told police. Stephen reportedly told police. Okay, okay. He's confessed. He was at his wit's end because the noise had to stop? 
Yeah. He was mowing on a construction <laughs> I site. I agree. What the hell? So this is a. So what was the point of this article? Just say this guy's this guy's a killer and he killed someone from noise. Let's wait. <laughs> oh, it gets it gets better. After pleading guilty, he was spared jail but had to pay five thousand dollars in fines. And had to be the most silent man on earth. Stephen also reportedly had been suspended from his job as a pilot pending an investigation to determine whether he's mentally fit to fly. Yeah, because fucking planes don't make much noise when they fly overhead. God damn it. (laughs) One of the villagers who talked to the Daily Mail said, He hated pets and kids. Nobody likes him. (laughs) We should drown him. In the entirety of the old village, you couldn't find anybody that would say a good word about him. (laughs) Oh, and wait, then the journalist has added this little kicker. Presumably this innocent, this incident hasn't done a great deal to help his image. Oh. <laughs> That'll show him. We got you, Stephen. Now, so that did raise numerous alarms for me, but not as many alarms. Oh, is it, is it finished? No, well, I do have another one if you want to hear the <laughs> next one. I've got, to, uh, I've got to tell you about my story. We'll save that for next week. <laughs> okay. Now... I also have a story for you, Tom. Yeah. This is a story that when I read it, I looked up from my computer. Yeah. Stared at a blank wall and said, this is it. Okay. This is why the internet was made. (laughs) Okay. It's porn? No, no. That was about that hour before that. Okay. Second Um, reason internet was made. Second reason internet was made. And... Like, so, if the internet was a brick wall, porn is the bricks, and this is what's holding the porn together. <laughs> this, is, this is the mortar holding the this bricks is together. This fucking brick and bloody mortar of the internet. <laughs> this is an actual article, and just no matter who it was written by in the world, how credible <laughs> or valid of a news source this article is, the fact is, it was written. Yep. So, so no this, is a, what, this is a published body of work. Someone went to the trouble of writing it. Okay? That's all I'm going to say. Tell me when you find any alarm bells as to whether or not this story is worth being on the internet and shared, like, read by billion, okay, billion, millions of people. So, so you could frame this as, this is the problem with self-publishing. <laughs> yes, this is... Life's got to the point where too many people have access to publishing software too easily. Yep. (laughs) This is why editors exist. Article title. (laughs) Woman shits on dance floor at club, keeps dancing. (laughs) What sort of publication has that headline? It's on dance floor. When I read well, this article, keeps dancing. I could not believe it was a real thing. Pipe up when you have any troubles with it, okay? But, but we, there's, there's given all the information away in the headline. You meant to. That's not a clickbaity no, headline. No. You already know what happens. You know why? She keeps dancing. Yeah, it's because it was. It's such an enthralling, enthralling <laughs> title that people know you're going to click it anyway. Thank <laughs> <laughs> you. This only gets better. Club Dorm, D-A-U-M, erupted into pandemonium Saturday night after 24-year-old Ellen Harris, while under the influence of an explosive cocktail of drugs and alcohol, defecated on the dance floor. (laughs) Here's a quote. So wait, they're not going with the headline title of shits on dance floor? No, it's respectable. No, 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 of course. We're tidying it up now. She just squatted on the floor, 
let loose a giant deuce and kept dancing as if nothing had happened, says James <laughs> Deere, the manager and proprietary of the venue. I was across the room talking with the bartender when I noticed what happened. <laughs> the dance floor was crowded at the time of the incident. Party goers near Harris soon found themselves slipping and sliding through her brown river. No. Yes, <laughs> legit. Oh, no. I was walking towards the bar to buy some mojitos for me and my girlfriend when I noticed three people fall down in front of me. Oh. <laughs> when they got up, their arms and shirts were soaked and nasty looking. One soaked? <laughs> soaked. Soaked. Wait. This isn't a solid poo by the sounds of it. Yeah. Hey, just, yeah, okay. <laughs> One of the guys who got up sniffed his arm and within seconds of doing that, he puked all over himself. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. That makes it sound like he thought he could have been that smell. Like he sniffed <laughs> under his arm <laughs> as if like, oh, did I put deodorant on? This is bad, but oh, this shit on my arm is way worse. <laughs> Says Clarence around a 19-year-old American who was visiting Montreal for his birthday. He just kept puking. It was all over the floor, which caused other dancers to slip and fall. <laughs> the never-ending cycle. <laughs> I turned to 180 and returned to my girlfriend. But someone behind me grabbed my shoulder for support as they were falling down, which caused me to go down with them. Oh, no. When I hit the ground, I could feel that my pants were wet. I was sitting, <laughs> I was sitting in vomit. I got up as best as I could without touching the floor, but I still managed to get a bunch on my, my hand and arms. I'm, I'm surprised I didn't puke oh. because everyone else was. Oh, <laughs> no. By this stage of this, of this story... So this has just turned into the vomiting scene from Team America. Yeah, more or less, except one, guy shit, one girl <laughs> shit at the start. Oh, no. And now it's just a club full of people otherwise... Looking to like you know look attractive and seduce the opposite sex, just vomiting violently. What's the name of this club? Uh, it's called Club Dorm. Are we able to look up this club, please? <laughs> it's like, can we please? Can we please look up on Facebook to see if Club Dorm has a? I'm looking it up. I'm looking up Club Dorm on Facebook. Continue. Okay, Ellen was still dancing like nothing had happened. Everyone around her was on the floor, covered in vomit, <laughs> yelling and screaming and freaking out. And she was just bobbing her head, oblivious to it all, trapped in some sort of drug-fueled alternative reality. <laughs> so this girl's still dancing, the one that's uh, the one that's shit on the floor. Yeah. And she's just left a a, a devastating path of destruction, fucking tsunami behind her of, of bodily fluids and matter. Uh, yeah, it was like a war zone. The vomiting was contagious. Within minutes of that idiot crapping on the dance floor, <laughs> there must have been 20 or 30 people puking all over themselves and each other in my club. Oh, the man. place stunk of feces, bile, and human failure. So, wait up. Where was this club? Don't know. It was at the top of the article. You mentioned it. Uh, club nope. club nope. dorm in... Uh, nope. Eruption pandemonium. No, I didn't say. Um, the pandemonium are called. Good. So, yeah, that was... Um, that was an article that, that hit me pretty hard. That's gross. <laughs> yeah. I really want to know what this club is like, like whether this is just a Saturday at Club Dorm or... <laughs> and there's a meme to go with it, which shows the sign of the times. <laughs> Shit's on dance floor. Oh, D-A-U-M. Yeah, man. All oh, right. Oh, so that was, um, that was an experience in That's itself. That's disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. But I was just immediately just so, so thankful to the world in which I lived that that article was created in the first place. 
man. I, Needless to say, it doesn't have a Facebook page anymore, man. That place has been shut down. And no, dark. I can't find it anywhere on here. There we is can, no club dorm we'll on Facebook. We'll have to infer that the place is burnt to the ground. Yeah. <laughs> that very night. Which, with several demons coming out of the fire. You'd want to hope so, because that sounds terrible. It sounds like no level of cleaning is ever going to fix the emotional scars on those people. You'd hate to be the wise janitor in that club. Oh, you could not pay me enough to clean that up. There wouldn't be enough chalkboards with hard masks on the wall. Matt Damon would not be impressed. <laughs> oh, dear. Okay, now that we've got that out of our system. Uh, <laughs> last week, we debuted a new segment of the show. It was called Call in Confessions, where you guys, you lovely listeners out there, Sound like John Saffron. Yeah. Uh, you lovely listeners, um, call in and tell us what you've done wrong. And we offer little to no help in resolving the matter, but we do spread your dirty laundry everywhere and make fun of you and judge you. Um, we think it's a pretty, pretty good segment, but we might not have that many calls coming in after we keep acting like this. Yeah, I know. If we keep telling stories about times we've shitted in gardens, it's... Oh, no, that's fine. That'll make people want to want to get involved more oh you're more referring to the fact that we haven't sent out one of these podcasts yet which makes it a lot no what i'm more referring to is just like making make judging people as opposed to solving their problems oh that's true i guess yeah ah people like confessing stuff but yeah people ah. like to be the butt of jets yeah, don't be, don't, <laughs> i can i can tell that by how quickly you told that story just then yeah <laughs> don't be so off about it. people love to be the subject of jokes <laughs> 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 okay, so last week, if you recall, we had Matt call in from Paddington, who was the undie sniffer. He had been over at his girlfriend's place and uh, picked up a pair of uh, the clean laundry when he was hanging out at his girlfriend's undies and had a sniff of some undies that weren't hers. And it was post-wash and he didn't enjoy it that much. Was he a bad guy? Uh, we, th- we thought he wasn't. It, it, was, it was explainable. But we've had, some, we've had some comments come in about the confessions from last week. <clears throat> this one is from Reese from Ramsgate. Oh, yeah. Um... He says, Matt, you're sick in the head, mate. Why would you go post-wash? Oh, okay. Why would you get so... <laughs> oh, that's not... That's, that's oh, Reese. Sarah from Auckland has, uh, has, has uh, emailed in and said, Look, boyfriends have done worse things. Like that time I walked in on my boyfriend wearing nothing but a silk robe and putting lipstick on a sheep. That was on a sheep. That was messed up. <laughs> right. Oh, God bless Kiwis. You're probably pushing a Kiwi stereotype there, Sarah. That's all right. And in regard to Lucy the Blind race card abuser, <clears throat> she was the one that pretended to be black and uh, demanded things of white people saying that she thought she was black and they were racist by yes. not giving her this superior treatment. Uh, Jose from Mexico. Wow, <laughs> we've reached Mexico already. Yeah, but also nowhere in Mexico, just generally Mexico. <laughs> well... So we had he Matt knows, from Paddington and Sarah from Auckland and now Jose from Mexico. So we're yeah, just getting we're in broader summer. geographic areas going as we go summer, on. The further away, the least, the, the less important it is. Yes. Your location becomes. He says of Lucy the blind uh, race card abuser, that story made me so mad, I just walked up and kicked a random blind lady in the groin. <laughs> I'm writing this from the local police station. <laughs> That's probably about right, Jose. You can't go around kicking blind people willy-nilly. Um, has anyone, Tom, you've been handling the emails this week. Has anyone texted in their confessions? No. <laughs> no, what? Quite simply, no. What? Apparently, the way we treated what? apparently it was d- deemed vaguely racist. <laughs> oh, what? 
and a no, little bit we, derogatory yeah. the way that we treated our listeners last week. No, not I, I'm not sure if the way we're treating them is encouraging them to send further emails about their embarrassing shortcomings. I'm not going to go Especially not when, they, when we mention their name and location. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I'm going to assume that no one's sinned this week. Else we would. Oh, that would, I know that's not true. Otherwise, <laughs> oh, what have you done? What have you done? Oh dear. What is the worst thing you've done this week? I was seriously considering bribing our instructor at this license test on Sunday. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Immediate, immediately like, following let's my make accident. Make a list of things not to do during a motorcycle driving test. Crash. <laughs> Fall off. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. No one told me. <laughs> well, there was, you'll attest to this. There was a period of time where, <laughs> I will attest to nothing. where he made a comment that back in the old days, if you did that, you would immediately get kicked out of the test. Yeah, 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 that's true. But never follow that up by saying, what it was. you're fine or like, you're not getting failed or you're not being kicked out of the test. Yeah, so yeah. there was a period of time there where I was kind of uncertain whether... <laughs> yeah. I was wasting my time by hanging around <laughs> okay. and it was roughly at that time that I considered like how much it would cost to just bribe him so that I wouldn't have to do <laughs> oh, it again hey remember how um, you saw me fall down over there <laughs> didn't happen do you remember that <laughs> Yeah. No. You see my, do you remember? You see that? my friend ten dollar note over here. <laughs> <laughs> we were see, I was going hard. I was already thinking a hundred. <laughs> oh, big shot over here. But would you risk your career for hundred for ten bucks? Absolutely. Okay. Oh, but you, wait, but you don't like what you do. <laughs> oh yeah. Pay ten dollars. Yeah. Okay. But he, yeah, you got told pretty quick that it was okay. Yeah. But there was a period of time there where I was thinking about how much. It would I don't cost. think anyone's that cruel in the world to let that kind of in, like that kind of embarrassment keep going <laughs> <laughs> and then still fail them. Yeah, this is true. Yeah. Um, so I've got a pretty. Uh, I heard a pretty funny thing the other day about um, it was Australian politics. It's mm. full of some colourful characters. Yeah. Some smarter than others. Some uh, more rational than others. Mm-hmm. But. Um, you will probably remember a lot of listeners probably won't but you remember uh, Glenn Lazarus I do the rugby league footballer yeah. from Queensland uh, he was no he was from New South Wales he played uh, in Melbourne he won a couple of premierships no Melbourne. he's a Queenslander he's a Blues player he played for the Blues Glenn Lazarus yeah Origin did he? absolutely yeah oh no yeah yeah that's so embarrassing no not that embarrassing um, anyway he's now a senator for Queensland Possibly. He is a Queensland senator. He was, yeah, possibly. Probably, I don't know. Like yeah, for that. the Palmer United Party. He, but I think he's an independent. Formerly of the Palmer United yeah, Party. He's now an independent. independent. Um, but basically what he said, which was really, you know, in, in the right spirit of things, he, he meant well when he said this, but I yeah. just uh, thought it was a little bit um, poorly executed. He's basically come out and said, look, I think we should have a referendum for gay marriage, whether or not we should vote on gay marriage being okay. legal. Because he said, why, the heck, why should you let Australian poli- politicians make this decision for you? It's stupid. But why does he understand decide? what a referendum is for? A referendum is for changing the constitution. Well, that, I don't know. There is, no mention said, of, there is no mention of marriage in the constitution. As I said, his heart was in the right place. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, I think what he meant was... So we... we Basically, okay, he's been picked as uh, one of six people yeah. for a whole state to govern. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. And he doesn't even know what he's okay. supposed to be doing. What's it called then? I don't know. What's it called when, 
the Australian people demand to vote for a certain thing that the politi- politicians aren't pushing through? Well, there's a plebiscite, which is a non-binding referendum where you're basically asking the public's opinion on an item. So we don't have like an uprising rule? <laughs> no, I don't think so. <laughs> if you want to do I think it, that's called a coup. <laughs> if you want to plan an uprising, fill out <laughs> paperwork CB. <laughs> Anyway, no. that's not the point of the story, yes. okay? okay? The point of the story is basically saying to the Australian public, why are you letting us dickheads up in Parliament House figure this situation out? Just vote for it. And apparently there is some sort of option. For so he's public. abrogated all responsibility. He's been <clears throat> employed to make decisions for he's us. Delete. And he's gone like, yes. oh, you don't need us to make these <laughs> yeah. decisions, do you? Man, I work too hard. Oh, come on, guys. Can you just do it yourselves? So basically, <laughs> he's saying, I'm, he's saying I, I believe in gay marriage. I don't think you should wait till us dickheads figure it out. Yeah. Go and vote for it yourselves and it'll be way quicker. And he's, he's put so much faith in the Australian public um, to vote for gay. That he, he's so, he's so um, strongly convinced that the Australian public will vote for gay marriage that he mm. said... As like a throwaway thing. Well, not a throwaway thing, but... Please don't tell me you decided to give them a head start. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't tell me he was like, you guys can have the first 10%. No. Because <laughs> he is a footy player. Like, yeah, he, yeah. Is, he is coming from the world of no, sports betting. Basically what he said is, look, I've got so much confidence in Australia to do this, which I think he, he, he meant to ins- inspire Australia to yeah. do more. Is he said, if... It can't, if they go to this tool of voting and it comes out as the Australian public voting against gay marriage, he will rock up to Parliament House wearing a Borat mankini. Really? And this guy's, you know, he's Glenn Lowe's He's a big, big guy. Big boy. Yeah. He's a big boy. Yeah. He was known as the brick with eyes. He's a, he's a brick wall with eyes. <laughs> um, so his heart's in the right place. He's really sure of it. But then I thought... This thing that he's promised to do if we vote against gay marriage <laughs> is is that an incentive? <laughs> yeah, it's like, look, I really think gay married people, gay people should have the right to get married. Uh, well, I also want to see Glasserus in a Borat bikini, and to be honest, ooh, I prefer the latter. <laughs> if I'm going to choose. I want to see Glenn Lazarus in a bikini. <laughs> well, similar to Glenn Lazarus, do you know of the Australian Member of Parliament named Bob Catter? Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't know anything about him. Okay. Is he pushing bikini gay marriage as well? No. So is Bob, he doing the exact opposite that'll get gay marriage, his very cause, pushed through to being a thing? Bob Catter essentially decided that the National Party was too cons- was not conservative and so the National Party in Australia is one <laughs> okay. of the more conservative parties bring back and slavery he's decided that they weren't conservative enough for him <laughs> so he was going to set off on his own path this sounds like a really normal story about oh yes so he's a member for he's a sorry he's the Queensland representative for the member for Kennedy which is in far north Queensland now in his electorate there's something like, oh, I vaguely remember, it was something like 150,000 people. Yeah. Now, Bob Catter is staunchly against gay marriage. Okay. To the point where he came out and said <laughs> that there was not a single gay person in his electorate. Oh, and if he finds them. And if there was... Oh, God. They'll be burned to the stake. If you thought a mankini was bad, if there was, he would walk naked backwards to Canberra. From his electorate. Oh, God. I would... 
Like now, this oh, is a man, yeah. just for some bit of a background. Bob. His own brother, brother is gay. <laughs> oh, Bob! Bob! <laughs> You've got 150,000 people. And one of the first five people that you know is gay. It didn't even, it didn't even take a witch hunt. <laughs> he was right there next to you the whole time. Oh, God. Is that not just <laughs> the most ridiculous statement you think you've ever heard? Yeah, it is, but God, oh, I didn't even, I'm kind of sad that I live in Australia now. <laughs> this person exists. It is, but, so I happens? think it's, well, so his brother doesn't actually live in his electorate. Oh, thank God. But I'm pretty certain he did, re- vaguely from memory, he did receive a flood of letters from gay constituents. Uh, completely off topic. How's the, uh, how's the Christmas lunch chat, uh, in the catafab? Oh my God. Almost as good as the Tony Abbott, Christine Foster discussion at their Christmas table. You know this, don't you? I don't know it. (laughs) I feel so dumb right now. (laughs) So Tony Abbott. Damn it, Joey. (laughs) Be more up to date. Tony Abbott, Prime Minister of Australia. Uh, let me just check those facts. Uh, correct. A very conservative Catholic man. Who's very against gay marriage. Yep. His own sister, also gay. Mm, good. Yeah. <clears throat> so there's a, there's a lot of... It seems that a lot of these people that are very against gay marriage tend to have siblings who are gay. Yeah. At you least, know why? It all comes back to it. They think they're going to catch the gay. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh well, there is a level of idiocy that goes with... Well, sorry... Being that conservative to the point where you think that it's always these generally idiotic people who are against gay marriage and they always use the same reason not to encourage gay marriage, which is the slippery because, slope argument. Because it's the devil. Well, it's the slippery slope. And it's the if devil. You, if you let two men get married, yeah. next men are going to want to marry their dogs yeah. and then somebody's going to want to marry their car I and then we're going to have karma. I've seen it happen. We're going to have karma. I've seen it happen. Oh, my God. Yeah. It is ridiculous. So maybe Bob Catter and Tony Abbott should uh, hire a uh, snowy mountain hut on the side of a mountain <laughs> and just hang out there and ch- ch- just bring back mountain their way to a solution or policy <laughs> how are we going to stop all these gays well I haven't got any of my electorate <laughs> <laughs> this isn't my problem yeah. uh, so knowing that threat that he made to walk backwards through the town hall strip or whatever he did yeah uh, did he do it? no Oh, definitely not <laughs> Why? I have no idea why. That's the kind of thing that a lot of people would call him up on. See, this is this is one of my knowing half the facts. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't necessarily follow up the consequences oh, okay. of his idiotic claim. <laughs> We've come all prepared. We'll, we'll, we'll endeavour to get back to the listeners next week. Then. That sounds like a good thing. So, should we wrap it up? Uh, depends. Do you have anything to talk about? Uh, I'm pretty much out on bare-naked conservative people. <laughs> I'm pretty annoyed that we didn't get any... Confessions in this week. I feel like there's a lot of sin happening in the world. <laughs> Guys, next week, could you please send in some more confessions? God damn it, listeners. Send them in. We're going to need something to come back with next week because... Look, guys, it's fun hearing about how much worse you are than us. It's Because it's neither fun. of us are particularly confident in our position in life, but it's always good to hear that somebody's worse off. It, misery loves company, and especially when that is misery is more miserable than yours. <laughs> As always, guys, head to our various forms of social media to give us a wave or a, or a shout out or a, yeah. or a confession. 
Um, I hope you've liked this week and that we've been considerably more concise than last week. <laughs> because whilst I am lounging out on... <laughs> Whilst I am lying sideways with my shoes off Tom in a very comfy jumper. Tom's sprawling. He's <laughs> sprawling all over the couch and I'm in this hellhole of a chair. Joey has fantastic posture Nailed and has hopefully been keeping us all back. under wraps this Horrible. week. You're keeping the, us in line. I'm going to play good cop next week. I need to like, sleep on the couch. Please, you're the dad of this podcast. <laughs> yeah, but I'm the cool dad. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, head to taboospodcast.com. Send us a... We now have the domain. Yeah, we have the domain. And the website. And the website. <laughs> Sorry. And the website. goes <laughs> live. Uh, you can find us on Facebook and uh, we might even... Oh, I don't think we'll ever get around to Twitter, so don't look for that. No, but, uh, Twitter's too much. Maybe Facebook. So uh, thanks for listening, guys. Catch you next week. Why are you not stop? Oh, okay. There we go. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, dear. Not bad. That was a good one this week, I think. Do you reckon? Yeah. Yeah. It felt like we did pretty well. Yeah. Wow, there's a person in our house. Yeah. But how did they get in? I don't know.